Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Willard and Dibs, and we've been talking for most of the afternoon about a lot of the Draymond Green comments because he met with the media after practice today. This was in the 1 o'clock hour, and a lot of what he had to say, we're going to throw in the direction of Steve Kerr shortly. We expect the coach to jump by here in just a little bit. Um, This is one of the things we'll ask him about. Uh, Draymond Green said this with regard to how he has affected the team. As far as this team goes, definitely affected this team in a negative way. It can be repaired. Like, we're still, what, 36 games into an 82-game season? There's a chance to make it right, and that's my goal, and that's my focus. Okay, so fascinating that he says he's affected him in a negative way based on what happened when he showed back up at the facility today. Steve Kerr is sponsored by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G network is made for streaming live sports, which means it's the network you can rely on in the biggest moments. The Xfinity 10G network, the best way to stream live sports, and presented by Great Clips in sports. Success is about team effort, and the same is true for your hair. Great Clips, it's going to be great. I had the whole family over there yesterday, and everybody is looking good. Coach, how you doing this evening? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing fantastic. I'd love for you to take our audience through what happened when Draymond walked back out onto the floor today, and uh, and Brandon Pajemski started a round of applause. Why? Why do you think that the, the team felt compelled to do that? Well, we love Draymond. You know, Draymond has been uh, such a big part of all this for for twelve years, and and. Uh, Yes, he's flawed. Uh, we all are, but um, we we also know uh, that Draymond is loyal, and uh, he's an unbelievable player, and he will fight for any teammate. And um, you know, he's uh, he's beloved in our building. Now, has he done some things uh, that have hurt us? Absolutely, and that's all part of it, and that's you know all all part of what we have to try to reconcile. But. Uh, and bottom line is just, you know, we love Draymond and we're thrilled to have him back. I know it's ultimately not your call as to when he plays again, but how's he looking? And in general, what's his countenance like now that he's back with the team? Well, he loves playing, so he's excited to be back. And, um, you know, he's um, he's been relatively quiet. He's You know, he's actually, he was here at our walkthrough uh, two, two days ago. He was in the facility yesterday, too, um, you know, getting a lot of work in. So this is really the third day that he's been around. And he's just, you know, trying to get his work in and trying to get ready. Um, he's been r- relatively quiet. I think he's, he knows uh, he's coming back in. Um, in a manner in which, 
you know, he, he has to show deference to the, to the group because, um, you know, of, of where we are and his part and what's happened in the season so far. Coach, what is the timeline for a potential return? Well, we don't know for sure, but uh, he'll he'll uh, he won't play tomorrow, and then he'll go to Chicago with us on uh, Thursday, and uh, we've got a back to back in Chicago and Milwaukee. So he'll be on that road trip, and he'll be training every single day and getting as much work in as possible. And you know, whenever uh, Rick Celebrini says Draymond's ready to go, then he'll be ready to go, and we'll put him in. How much do you maybe nudge Rick in that direction, considering where the team has been over the course of the last, well, 13 games since he's been out, teetering around 500? Do you maybe go to Rick and give him that nudge and let him know just how much you need Draymond back? I really don't because all of these decisions are, are based on you know player health and and uh, I'm not going to risk anything. Uh, I mean, when Rick says he's ready to go and play in an NBA game and 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 compete and help us win, then that's when he's ready. So there's no sense in uh, you know trying to push things along. Coach, when he's ready, is he automatically back in the starting lineup? Not necessarily. I think we'll decide that when we get there, but. Um, you know, we we're, we still have a number of games to play before we even get to that point. So we'll see how we're playing and how every individual is playing. Um, we'll we'll just make the decision with all the information that we have then. What have you been missing without him that you're going to be most eager to get back on the court when he is able to come back and play? Um, do you want to take a guess? <laughs> Probably his three point shooting, Steve. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. I was thinking defense, but yeah, I mean, he is shooting 41, 42% from So, yeah. Uh, no, but we've got to defend. I mean, we're, you know, we, we have been just awful defensively um, since his departure. Um, you know, 20, 27th, 28th in the league, I think, in def- defensive efficiency, something like that since, uh, since his suspension started. And, uh, we, you know, we we know Draymond is one of the best defenders in the league, and and uh, we we need him out there for uh, for a lot of reasons, but especially the defense. As he is every week, Steve Kerr with us here, Witherden Tibbs, ninety five seven. The game, coach. Your comments earlier today about asking Draymond to just steer clear of the referees. You also mentioned it would be a challenge. How realistic of a request is it? I think it's realistic. Um, I can't predict what's going to happen, but um, you know what what we want uh, and what Draymond wants is to be able to compete with the uh, the usual emotion that and passion that makes him who he is um, without crossing the line. And um, you know that's he's done it before. You know it's not like you know he goes nuts on the refs every single game. Um, so I've I've been coaching him for ten years and. Um, you know, almost every year things have, have, you know, have gone exceedingly well. I mean, that's why we've won championships. That's why he's been on all-star teams and all defensive teams. So we know he can draw the line and, and that's what we're hoping and expecting. Invariably, you've had this conversation with Draymond many times in the past. What makes this conversation different and makes you think that now Draymond will be able to control the, quote, antics better? I think Draymond knows that, um, you know, his career's on the line. It really is. Um, based on uh, what's happened over the last year, based on the recent suspension, 
based on everything that's uh, that that's gone on, I think he recognizes that uh, it is different this time. This isn't this wasn't a suspension for getting too many technicals. You know, this wasn't a suspension for one you know flagrant foul. This was different. This the league really put him on notice. Uh, so has the team. Um, he's put himself on notice, and and uh, that's what makes this different, and that's why his response has to be what it's got to be. Coach, I wonder if you'd love to almost set the record straight on something because I think your comments when you said that night that uh, we're giving him his space and he's giving us ours sort of led to some speculation that maybe uh, the two sides were kind of not on the same page. So I think people's eyebrows went up when they found out when Draymond said Steve came over to the house right away and and, and we all talked. So how, how would you kind of overall characterize where the two of you have been through this process? Well, I went to his house in L.A. the day he was suspended. We were playing the Clippers that night, and uh, I went over, and we had a, a very heartfelt, emotional, probably two-hour conversation in his backyard. And um, I won't, I won't really share what we discussed, but um, you know, we have a very close relationship after ten years of. of um, you know, doing this together, um, we are extremely close. And, you know, the whole, the whole thing at that point was he's got to get right. You know, he has to get his mind right, his emotions right. Um, and that's the most important thing. And we agreed that um, he had to handle uh, himself and he had to handle everything on his own at, at his own pace, whatever that meant. That's why it was... Uh, Along with the league, it was you know just an unspecified amount of time on the suspension, and the the agreement was you know I'll, I'll give you your space and and um, you do what you have to do and you know we'll we'll stay in touch and when you're ready to come back you come back and um, and that's how it was and we didn't text every day but you know we texted and spoke a couple of times during the. The suspension, and I was busy, you know, trying to win games. He was busy handling his own stuff. And when I said, you know, we were giving his space and he was giving us ours, uh, there was nothing cryptic about it at all. It was actually just genuine. And now that he's back, is he just going to, obviously he's going to continue to do the work that he's already been putting in over the course of these four weeks. Is it additional resources being utilized from the organization, or is it just applying some of the the techniques and the modalities that are already in place from the Warriors that he can now tap into a little bit more frequently? Well, as you guys might suspect, you know, all of that stuff is private. Um, you know, so he, he's handling this, um, you know, both through the Warriors and on his own and, and with his representation. And uh, we're, we're very comfortable with, um, you know, the methods and, and what he's been doing. And um, he's in a good place and, and um, you know, he's you know, getting ready to come back and, and then, you know, obviously the, the, the plan and the hope is for him to come back and, and play, uh, play at a high level and, and be able to, to, to um, you know, draw the line where he needs to draw it. Uh, Coach, he's admitted now a couple times this week that he, he contemplated retirement. Do you, do you think that that was maybe momentary frustration, or, or do you think that that was actually under consideration? I mean, uh, you know, he, it, it, he's, he's going to speak his mind. Um, 
So you you guys know this. I mean, Draymond is always going to let you know how he feels. So um, he was absolutely feeling that way. Steve, he talked today about uh, being able to get the antics, quote-unquote, out of his game. When you hear Draymond talking about antics, what are the things that you think about in terms of behaviors or actions that he needs to eradicate from his repertoire? Mainly, uh, mainly the, uh, the interaction with the officials. Um, you know, Draymond, uh, I, I still want him uh, talking trash to opponents. I want him, you know, hyping the crowd up. I wanted him, you know, letting his teammates know when he needs more from them, when we need more from them. All that stuff is positive and leads to winning. But the the, uh, the stuff with the officials uh, is is the main thing. And obviously what happened with both Rudy uh, Gobert and, and Yusuf Nurkic, um, that can't happen. And he, and he knows that. Coach Steve Kerr with us here on Willard and Tibbs, 95-7 the game. Uh, Coach, maybe it's uh, maybe it's the record uh, that, that's that's under 500. Maybe it's the specter of what took place last year. Um, but I, I think a lot of fans look at this group and they're still trying to figure exactly what is the chemistry. So it was interesting to hear Draymond today talk about missing this group because it's a group that loves being around one another. How would you put it into words, the chemistry of this team? The chemistry of this team is really good. Uh, the, the guys get along great. They they really enjoy um, practice. They really enjoy being together. Um, the issues have really been more basketball-related, not chemistry-related. Um, and we just haven't been able to find the, uh, the combinations uh, that have clicked. We haven't been able to get multiple guys uh, performing at a high level at the same time. Uh, so our struggles have been related really to, to, uh, to basketball stuff. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll take plenty of heat as well. We've, we've lost five or six games, uh, that I think we probably should have won. And I could have made better decisions, um, down the stretch of some of those games. So you throw all that together and we're not where we want to be, but I still believe in the group. I still, I've, I've watched the group, um, you know, the core of the group win a championship a year and a half ago. I think uh, I, I think guys are playing at a higher level um, individually in, in, in a lot of cases right now. Um, barring the you know the last couple games, I'm going to throw those out the window. But I, I think we've you know I, I think Clay and Wiggs have both played much better over the about the past three weeks or so than they had you know earlier in the season. Uh, so I, I think there's still you know plenty of time to get this together. And like I said, I believe in the group. I believe in the staff. Uh, the organization, so I think we're going get to get it done. You mentioned combinations, and a lot of fans are always wondering about Wiggins and Kaminga playing together and, and how you see that experiment, for lack of a better way to describe it, going. Yeah. How have you seen that progress, and could Draymond be a key to those two playing together as somebody who can unlock that combination? Well, uh, the, the reality is, you know, where we've been the last three weeks without Draymond, our defense has really suffered. I think I, I mentioned it earlier, 27th in the league, something like that. So, in theory, you want to get, you know, your, your two most athletic wings on the floor together for defensive purposes. Uh, but we have, uh, you know, a lot of uh, things with this team that we're – yeah, you know, we're always trying to accomplish, um, and and you know, the, the, so while that combination may, on paper, look like it might do something, it might it might alter other uh, other combinations, it it might um, not work as well in a different area. So, 
you know, we, we, we have the tape and we have analytics, and uh, frankly, both of them uh, have pointed us in the direction of not playing those two together, and it's simple as that. So uh, it hasn't been very successful. Uh, we're trying to win games. We're trying to sort it, sort it all out, but um, we have to experiment, but we also have to be realistic about what we think is going to work. Uh, Coach, interesting comments earlier from you with regard to uh, the burden that, uh, that that is on Steph for for this franchise. What 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 exactly did you mean by that? Well, I mean he's been uh, carrying the, the torch for us for uh, you know fifteen years, uh, but particularly the the last dozen years. You know when the when the Warriors really became a, a high level team, and. Um, you know, he's uh, the face of the franchise, but he's also the guy who um, everything runs through. You know, the, our system, our style is really based on Steph's unique abilities, and uh, he expends so much energy every night. Um, he's a two-way player. He's a really good defender. Um, we're asking so much of him, you know, to create shots, to, to guard guys. The other night, you know, we're, we didn't help him. Uh, defensively in transition, and it was embarrassing. You know, he he, he had Scotty Barnes on him, so there was a cross match. Three or four times in a row, they throw the ball down to Barnes, and and we don't have our defense back uh, transition wise, and Barnes is laying it in. Uh, that's there's got to be help. There's got to be more assistance and and more of a team vibe defensively of we're going to protect each other and so you throw all those things in just you know what Steph does for us every day what he's been doing for us um, and then the burden that comes with you know Draymond missing all these games and and uh, you know now the injuries to Chris and Gary uh, there's just a lot on his plate and uh, we we got to give him more help and how do you get that help with CP out now for four weeks or so with the broken hand and the burden it doesn't seem like is going to get lessened on Steph? Where do you turn in terms of trying to find somebody to alleviate some of that burden? Well, it's not just, uh, you know, who. It's not, it's not just, well, Chris is out, so how do we alleviate it? It's team defense. You watch that game. I mean, they had 25 points in the first six minutes, and we had, uh, we had no focus um, we were not alert, nor were we urgent. Um, that's how we have to help Steph. Urgency and alertness, awareness of, of, of what's happening on the floor, everybody flying around. The, the effort has to be dramatically better, and, um, and I know that'll come. Uh, any truth to the rumor, Coach, that you and the 49ers are deep in discussions after what you saw Bob Myers do? <laughs> yeah, that one came out of left field, didn't it? Uh, didn't didn't see that coming. I, I, you know, Bob and I talk pretty often, and he he did not mention that to me. So that's interesting. Yeah. By the way, though, speaking of Bob with Draymond, like I think it was interesting to people that it was like Draymond admitted that he's still talking to Bob twice a day, even though Bob's not with the team anymore. Or or in a way, is he, Steve? Well, he's not, but he's incredibly close with all of the key figures um, in the organization. So, you know, Bob and I still talk. I know Mike and Bob talk every day, and uh, Draymond, Steph. They, they, those conversations continue. You can't just cut off a friendship like that after, you know, so long.
No doubt. And uh, we all were equally surprised to see that news uh, that he was talking to the uh, the commanders. Steve, we're 30 days away from the trade deadline. As a player, how uneasy is it to try to go about your business when you know, especially in this situation, couple games below 500, names are swirling ahead of the deadline. What can a player do to try to block out that sort of a noise? Yeah, it's hard. It, it really is. And I'm always, uh, you know, very honest with our players. I try to, uh, you know, prepare them. Um, it, it's really difficult because, you know, you, you, you can't, you can't say everything, but, um, you know, you, you can be as honest as, 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 as possible and, and, uh, and really help your players through it. And, uh, it's just difficult it, when you're going through that and you've got a family and you got kids in school, especially, uh, you know, um, to, to hear your name mentioned in those rumors is really difficult. Uh, well, Coach, your, uh, your game tomorrow night is only 24 hours away. And uh, with, with this early start, we wanted to give you the opportunity to go ahead and just let us know the starting lineup now. <laughs> uh, good one. Good one. Yeah, I, I'm not sure I even know it at this point. So yeah. I need more time to think. That's what we figured. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, thought I'd give it a shot. Thought I'd give it a shot, yeah. Coach. Um, all right. Hey, Coach, great stuff as always. We appreciate your visit. Thank you. All right, you got it. We'll see you guys. All right, there it is. Steve Kerr right here on Willard and Dibs. Thought you I had him. <laughs> I mean, well, it's going to be well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be Wiggins and Kaminga together. Steph is in. I, I, I did get that. Yeah. Even though he didn't say it, I felt that. I feel like Steph is going to start tomorrow. Probably Kaminga and not Wiggins. I would imagine you won't get Kaminga and Wiggins based on his answer Both. earlier about combinations. It, it just, well, the it, analytics, the eye test, virtually every single thing about it tells us, it screams, work. and yeah. it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to think of different things that don't go together. Uh, it's Peanut way too cliche. And yeah, there you go. It's way too cliche to say oil and water. Everybody knows that one, right? Uh, mayonnaise and you know, like almost anything. Quite frankly, I mean, I know it goes on sandwiches or, or whatnot, yeah. or you got to mix it with tuna if you like tuna fish. But like mayonnaise is one of those things that. There's not a lot of blends. I'm in a there. mayonnaise guy. Are you? We were having already chokes uh, the other night oh. and. Uh, your little mayonnaise with my, the artichoke. My mom used to do that. How do you dip anything just straight in the mayo? You dip the uh, the oh, leaf. Yeah. So I'm eating my mayonnaise <laughs> and my artichoke, and the baby looks over and goes, "Ice cream, ice cream." Yeah, no, it's not. And ice I said, cream. "You want?" And she was like throwing a fit. I said, "Oh, you want some ice cream? Do you?" Yeah. Here you go. Gave her a little bit, and it was it was not ice cream. Yeah, I didn't want ice. Miley cream didn't want ice cream after that. <laughs> ice cream, ice cream. You, you need to dip those artichokes into the uh, Daisy Dips. Not bad. Sour cream and onion. Yeah, a little better. It's pretty for you. good. Yeah. I was dipping uh, Friday when you brought it in with your victory donuts and oh, your yeah. chips and your dip. That was a good day. That was we, a great we, day. We gained a lot of weight around I here. I walked that out day. of here with a man full belly. Your boy was happy. <laughs> Daisy dips and donuts. Yeah. Uh, that was a good day. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I I think that was very very clear that um, that Jonathan Kaminga and Andrew Wiggins is two things. If you want to, like, okay, Draymond stuff, let's put you over here for a sec. Yeah. And anybody who wants to call in and react to anything Steve said, fire away, 888-957-9570. But Draymond stuff over to the side for a sec. Big, big takeaway. Yeah, Jonathan and Andrew, that doesn't work. And in theory, you'd love to put your most athletic wings on the floor together for defense. And yes, there are a lot of trade rumors. 
And I'm just really honest with guys at least as much as I can be. Put that puzzle together. And? I think we're going to have a deal. Go on. I think we're going to have a deal. I think Andrew Wiggins is on the move. And I will add this other piece to everything you just put together, puzzle pieces, and the YouTube feed reacted in a very passionate way when Steve Kerr said, I think Andrew's been playing great the last couple of weeks. And there was a collective gasp on the YouTube feed. Well, but a coach looks at it differently than we do. But I think a coach who's looking to maybe trade a player is going to be even more more exuberant about a player's recent spate. Because I look at the last couple of games where Andrew Wiggins almost didn't play at all. We didn't even put him on the floor. Right. 17 minutes and 19 minutes and a combined well, 2 of 11 for 6 points. Not good. Not good, but let me let, let me also expand <sighs> on th- Steve's thought process. Yeah. Remember remember what was going on in those games. Now you had a national Jonathan Kaminga social media complaint. So, he reacts to that by going, "All right, John, 36 minutes." John. <laughs> hey John, you're in. 36 minutes. But we also know that John and Drew they don't play well together. So you're all clamoring for Kaminga. Kaminga, 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 Kaminga. And Steve's sitting there going, well, Andrew and Kaminga don't play well together. But if Jonathan's all upset, and uh, sometimes you do, you do, and I know that this, th- this can feel like cowering, but at the same time, sometimes you do handle it this way. Somebody squawks, and they do matter to you. Sometimes you do go, all right, hot shot. Shoot your shot. It's yours. (laughs) Let's go. Let's see it. And I would argue, as much as Jonathan, I like Jonathan. I think Jonathan is continuing to rise. I think he's definitely, if you're going to keep one of these two, he's the one that I would try to keep. But I will also argue that when the night after you go to Shams and get 36 minutes, scoring 11 against the Pistons is not a good result. He did not affect the game the way you would want to affect the game the day after that hits social media. So, again, I go back to, and I think you heard Steve do it again there, and, oh, accountability. He's the best at it. He said in there, he's, we've lost four or five games that I've kind of messed up. Right. So, I like, he's completely accountable. Yes, he's had some bad rotations, but I just want to continue to add to that conversation. The man is balancing a lot that is out of his control. It's not his fault that Jonathan and Andrew don't blend. It's not his fault that Andrew is going through something. He's a minus 150 on the year, Mark. It's not his fault. In his 32 games this year, he's been a negative plus minus 25 times. There you go. I mean, he's been... And it's not his fault that Draymond Green could not stay available. These are all things that are totally out of his control. Of course. and, And badly affect what he's trying to do rotationally. Yes, but at the same time, there have been situations where it has been his fault. And, you know, you can't look at all the losses and and pin it on him. And he says, you know, in five of these games, you know, they could have gone either way and maybe they were his fault. And, yeah, 
Some of them were his fault, and he has not had a great year, in my opinion, coaching this basketball team. And we've had this conversation before. When a team wins and does well, the coach gets more credit than they deserve. And when the team plays poorly and loses, the coach gets more blame than they should. I was Marin County Coach of the Year one year, and I didn't do a darn thing. We were 32-7, and and I had eight seniors. You think that was my toughest year? All I did is showed up and unlocked the gym, and the team ran itself, yeah, and we were I, amazing. Like, you know and I, I was Coach of the Year then. Great job. Great job, I dudes. showed up with a pulse. Yeah. Some days. Well, there you go. Then Showed up with my baby you, half asleep. You did it. I, I asked my son I to mean, do that every day. He doesn't always do it. Right. So, anyway. Steve Kerr this year. Oh, he hasn't had a good year. He's not had a great year. But I would like, uh, uh, I, I ask for uh, this of myself, and I would call for everybody to think about it a little further when you're firing your shot. Shoot your shot. It's all you got. Don't just fire it like a drunk pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean. Why don't you actually think about what's going on here? Because half of you wanted to fire Kyle Shanahan four months ago. Or at least wanted to hold his feet to the fire. Which you never did. Hold his feet to the fire. Yeah. Has Steve had a great year? No. He says it to us every single week. Right. So, okay, that's the backdrop. Fine. But it's to me, it's lazy to go, well, they're losing. Steve sucks. It's lazy. Exactly. I There's agree with so you. There's so much more going on. And 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 if you all if you're so hell bent on accountability, how come so many of you don't want to hold any of the players accountable? Do you know, and I'm not suggesting we should do this, but do you know if this were New York? What would be happening to Andrew Wiggins right now? To leave, to go AWOL. Oh, yeah, we talked about this for, last year when for, he went AWOL. For two months of the season and then come back with zero reason and go up and down on the court the following year to not even be able to hold your starting job and then not blend well with the other young rising defensive wing. Do you know what this would sound like? But it's Andrew, and he's just kind of over here, and he's quiet, and he's not one of the faces of the team. So, yeah, there's criticism, but it doesn't have any teeth behind it. Oh, it's our market, and that's, I mean, no player in this market gets criticized like that. Draymond does in many ways, and think about if Draymond was doing this in New York or in Philly or in other places. I mean, he would be... He would be getting a lot more heat from his own fan base maybe, than he's getting here. Maybe. I Listen, If you, are you kidding, though? If he gave four rings to the Knicks, you really think New York fans would want to have his head? Really? Uh, yeah. Based on what, I, I mean, what's gone on subsequent I, to those rings? Yes. I don't know. You know, at some point, the loyalty's even worn off here, and we're more loyal than most fan bases in terms of loving our own and loving our champions, yeah. and many people are... Are just tired I, I of Draymond's act, and that's fine. And that's fine. I don't know if we know what Knicks fans would do if they won four rings. We've never seen exactly. it. Exactly. We have no idea what they would do if they won championships. But anyway, yeah, it's irrelevant what would quote unquote happen in New York. I just think uh, here's my point: if you want to blame someone, boy, there's plenty to go around. That's my point. Yeah, and I Steve think, Kerr among I them, think, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, but I think the percentage right now is out of whack with fingers pointed at 
Steve and Draymond. I think they're the faces of all of this. I think they absolutely share in in what's going on. But my God, if it stops there, th- th- there's so much more. There's so no, but many- I think those two would be the top two of who who you would blame right now for God. a team at 17 and 19. I think you've that- got your All Star Hall of Famer who can't get on the court. I'd start with him. I'd start with him because, by the way, that's a trickle down. I mean, well, for Steve, sure, especially when you talk about one of the he, worst defenses in if, basketball. If he's the center of your defense and he just screams his way off of the team, it, it, it trickles down to everybody. Right. So, yeah, I would start with him. I'd yeah. start with him. And then, I agree with you there. Then I would probably move to either Steve Kerr mismanaging the rotation or I'd go to Andrew Wiggins, yeah. who was an all-star, I'm being told. In recent past, and <laughs> now he's having one of the worst seasons in the association. He's shooting 42% from the floor. There are only 10 players worse than he is in just field goal percentage, yep. putting the ball in the basket. And as I mentioned, two field goals combined the last two games feels to me like he's the one who's getting traded. Well, and, and I agree with you, but I'll keep stating. like I think that's who the Warriors want to trade, but that's not who the league wants to acquire. The league wants to acquire Jonathan Kamenga. Right, but if it's an addition by subtraction trade, which is essentially well, what tough. the Jordan Poole trade was, yeah. you, you traded Jordan Poole and you got back a contract. You got back a veteran. Expiring. And an expiring contract. Yep, and a, and a guy who you kind of knew, you held your breath that he'd be able to play 60 games. And here we are, and CP3 is going to be out for a month, and he might be on the move too at the deadline. Here's the problem. You know that there's PR in here. And, and I look, whether you believe the Warriors are contenders or even playoff teams doesn't really matter. Like within that locker room, within the whole entertainment entity that it is. You can't make this year's deadline a dump. You just can't dump someone. You can't dump Andrew Wiggins and get absolute junk in return and go, but it's expiring. Like, I I don't think you can sell that to the fans. I don't think you could sell it to Steph. I don't think you could sell it to Draymond or Steve or, I mean, think of everything that's on the line. If you go salary dump only here at the trade deadline, um, where does that put you with regard to Steve Kerr's future, Clay Thompson's contract, Steph Curry's morale and mentality? Like that—that's a tough one for me. Like, it well, depends on you. Got to get something back that at least people in the building think can help them win games this year. Well, if you have a player who you're not really confident in playing anyway, Andrew Wiggins has gone from 32 minutes a night. I'm an All Star. And I helped you win a championship. I led you to a championship, I'm being told. And that was just a year and a half ago. And we've gone from there to an absence of a half a season and now a return to where you don't even really play him that much anymore. I know it's just a two-game sample. It's a very small sample. But there might be a feeling inside the building of, well, the guy's not even really playing anyway. So it's not like you're getting rid of the Wiggins of old the Andrew Wiggins that you have right now is not the Andrew Wiggins you had a year and a half ago. I mean, this guy is, he's been not quite unplayable, but you don't even really notice him when he's out there. Sometimes. I mean, of late, well, there have been I more mean, games. There have been more games of like. Have there? Yeah, if you look at just the, the game log in, in general, yeah. 
Like, how often do you really feel his impact on the ball game? Well, but but now on, on that front, I mean, look, quite frankly, no player is like that. His impact Other on than the Steph. game. Yeah, but even him. You know, look, the last three weeks might be the might be the worst two weeks of Steph's career. Yeah, it's been a struggle. You know what I mean? So um, I'm not going to ask for Andrew to go out there and uh, and be north of 18 points every single night in order for it to be possible on this particular team. The guy doesn't even start anymore. Yeah, he doesn't even start. So if you don't start, you're going to get some nights like that where you go in. You, right? The shot's not clicking right away. You get pulled. Night-night. That's you know, the end. He's only know? been north of 18 points four times this year, Mark. Is that real? I'm looking at the log. He's got a 31. Golly. Yeah, you're he right. He had a 31 and a loss to OKC on yeah. a night that everybody had 31. Tremendous, tremendous performance. I remember that game. 29 in a loss at SAC. Mm-hmm. 25 in a win over Portland. The gritty Trailblazers. And he had 22 on Christmas, which was his best game of the year by far. He was well, the 30, he was playing the, downhill. The 31 against Oklahoma City was absolutely. I'm just thinking in terms brilliant. of like spot and Christmas. Okay, against Denver, you didn't have Draymond, and he played the way you need him to play. He played with force. He played downhill, <laughs> and since then, it's just been kind of a eh, a devolution back to uh, to K Wig. Yeah. Soft and warm, the quiet storm. Yeah, I just look. The last two games have been terrible, but I'll give you an example of what I'm I'm talking about. Go back to the the awful loss to Denver on the fourth. Um, Andrew Wiggins only scored 11 points. He had a good game. Had a good game. Like he was five of ten from the field. Yeah, shot 50 percent. Uh, added in three rebounds. Three rebounds. No, but three whole rebounds. Yeah, in Twenty-seven minutes is a little bit less than he was used to playing before. The efficiency was was good. He didn't turn the ball over. He turned it over one time. Was it sparkling? No. Was he bad? No. No, he wasn't bad. He was it, fine. You know, <laughs> to use your word. No, but exactly. Yeah, he was but, fine. Yeah, he was fine the night before that. 21 minutes only, 4 of 7 against Orlando in a, in a victory. Like, his minutes are down, so his numbers are going to be down. Sure, I'm not telling you Andrew's having a good year. He's, he's not. But I just find all of this stuff to be um, a big cake, and it's got to bake together. So we go, Andrew, like this just goes night to night. Steve, you didn't put in Moses. Andrew, you didn't shoot the ball well. Draymond, oh, that's right. You're not even here. Steph, you didn't hit a three again a few weeks ago. Clay, stop gunning. What are you doing? Kavon, what has happened to you? What's wrong? All of this stuff. Kaminga, back forth, back forth. It's because it's all one thing. They're all messed up. They're all out of sync. The rotations are a mess. Draymond's not there. Kaminga and Wiggins can't coexist. This is CP why, and GP see, are both gone. Everybody's in, out, hurt. So this is why a trade needs to happen. Yeah. You need new ingredients. That's right. This and, particular group, and, and everybody looks worse because of it. Right, and it's it's easy to see what the move is, in my opinion, and it's harder to execute what that is. Absolutely. Like, yeah, what are you getting back? Right, and I think that well, if, if it were me, I'd be less concerned about what I was getting back 
and more concerned about changing the overall vibe because if you can't play Wiggins and Kaminga together and you're choosing to play Kaminga more than Wiggins, rightly so, by the way, because Wiggins, in my opinion, has he's just lost his way. Yep. And I don't know if he is cut out to to continue being a starter in the association. Maybe he needs a change of scenery. Something's got to happen, but I would look to move Paul and Wiggins, and whatever you get back, you get back, and then you you start it over and you go from there. Gosh, I mean, if you're not going to add any young pieces with that, I would argue what you're going to get back is probably even worse just because I don't even know if it has upside. At least, well, with- the upside is you'd be out from underneath Wiggins' contract. Oh, it's yeah. not a monster it's deal, but it's a time a con- commitment. Yeah, it is. Three more years after this one. Yeah, but you can trade that whenever. You can yeah, do true. that in the offseason. You could do it again next year. Um, look, I, I get that maybe we're getting to the point where this sounds silly, but at least with Wiggins, like there's the specter of he might come out of this. Maybe that's getting ridiculous, but he's played well before. Maybe he comes out of this, but if he can't coexist with Kaminga and you love Kaminga, then yeah, it's time to move on. Yep. Speaking of moving on, um, coming up next, more of your phone calls, some final thoughts on uh, on our part as well. Swillard and Dibs. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good one, good one. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Steve was great today. Steve was great today. Yeah. Um, and a little expansive on the meet and greet with Draymond Green at his house. Took place in L.A., in the backyard. Yeah. And Steve said it went for a couple hours. And he co-signs with Draymond that it was emotional. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of what you would imagine. Well, but a two-hour meeting, and you know, if someone's going to be able to speak to Draymond at that level, you know, Draymond's backyard, and it's you know, 
I'm sure they were keeping it real in terms of sure. feelings and emotions were exchanged and there was love and Steve probably expressed how much they they need Draymond back and Draymond expressing how much he needs to be back and they want to be back. It's it's an emotional thing. But it didn't feel that way for the majority of these four or five weeks. It didn't feel that way. It didn't sound that way and we, we freely admitted that at times we were speculating because you know we only know what we know. But I'll tell you what, uh, collectively, after listening to all of this, right? Draymond's podcast, Draymond's presser, Steve Kerr's presser, Steve Kerr's visit with us, uh, the league. After sort of gathering all of it, boy, I couldn't be more lockstep with what you said yesterday. Draymond is going to come back different. And you can go ahead and you can hold my feet to the fire yeah. if I'm wrong. But Draymond, it's a speculation sensation. Well, it's it a prediction, and, and and the reason for it is Draymond. It's I'm not saying he's going to come back and be a changed man because I believe in Draymond Green. Yeah, I mean the boy who cried wolf. Are you kidding? Over and over again, I'm I'm saying this for the mere fact that it, it's an absolute necessity. If he cares about his career one damn bit, and if he cares about the Warriors, and if he cares about his teammates and Warrior employees, and I really do believe that he does, if he cares about any of that, and by the way, even if he doesn't, if he cares about $100 million, he's going to change. Steve even alluded to it again with us. Yeah, This is it. And I asked Steve about uh, antics, what he defines as the antics in Draymond's game that he needs to eliminate. And Steve said, I still want him talking trash. I still want him letting his teammates know what they're doing wrong. I still want him hyping up the crowd. What I don't want is him barking at officials. So his coach only wants him to eliminate that part of his repertoire. And I that's going to be the hardest thing for Draymond to do and I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Next time a call goes against Draymond, he runs over to the ref, pats him or her on the rump and says, "You know what? You might have got this one wrong, but I support you and I appreciate the effort you put in yeah. in your craft. You'll get the next one." But he said it really loud. "I appreciate the hell out of you." That was a really effing good call. I think that you bleepity bleep do a better job than people realize. (laughs) I think positionally you were in the right spot, Scott. Scott. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Zach, your hair looks great tonight. Uh, Gosh, you love Zach. Oh, Zachy. You love Zach. I got to see when Double Z is coming back. You love Zach almost as much as I love Brock. Good Lord. You know, all kinds of Jimmy G vibes Man. from you over there. Zach with those tight black pants and that dangling whistle. Nobody even knows who's <laughs> Zach Zarba, NBA official about. people. You better recognize. <laughs> I don't look quite like Zarbs when I'm running up and down. Nobody does. Nobody does. Pretty soon man. you're going to get a first-hand yeah. look at your boy in his oversized ref shirt and yeah, baggy good shorts. Lord. Yeah, Lucas and Grandy, did you guys even hear that breaking news? You oh, know, it's breaking. You know how we've been announcing that on January 27th, uh, Dibs is refing my son's game, and we've all been – it's been circled. It's been circled on the calendar. Circle that. And uh, I've been coaching my kid up. 
to know like how to handle dips. Like this is something that I figure I know pretty well. And then all of a sudden, you got your ref assignment yeah. for this weekend. Yeah. And what did you tell me? I oh, got you. You got my kid this Saturday. This Saturday. Too. This Saturday. In Tiburon. It counts. Oh yeah. yeah. Los Tiburones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna it's tell going him down. To keep his Los Tiburones to himself yeah. this weekend. And. Let him know it's normally the uh, the game where I'm at my crabbiest because it's the game before lunch. It's the pre-lunch game. You have lunch at 2 o'clock? Usually. I okay. usually I try to have a half a sandwich. All right. I do seven games, oh, so now. you try to space out your eating, much like you doing a show now where you eat like four different times. Yeah. Now I know exactly what I'm going to do pre-game. I'm going to bring you a sandwich. I'm going to eat it. That's right. You're going to eat it. Oh, you bring me food, he gets every call. Thanks. And I'm, okay. I'm not afraid to admit that. Well, uh, I had a guy give me coffee last year. And uh, his son might have shot 39 free throws. I guarantee okay, him, Donna. And we don't do I, free yes, throws. Seriously, I guarantee you, lovely Christy is already at the stove Ooh. after listening to this conversation. And lovely Christy, uh, oh, your lasagna can, is legit. She can cook. She yes, can we, cook. When we had our baby, you guys were kind enough to bring over food. Yes. And I'm going to eat it. Yeah, 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 I did. yeah, I didn't cook that. Baby didn't eat, eat any yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh we're boy. gonna. I think we're gonna do the Super Bowl party again. Nice. Yeah, I've been telling all year. I'm like, I'm not inviting any of those schmucks anymore. Whatever. I showed up. But I think I am. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get soft on everybody. The lovely Christy already told me it could be a drop off. I can just drop the baby and go. No, she said. The problem is, is she heard about this bet, and she's like, "We're doing it. You're paying off the bet." I'm like, "He hasn't paid off his bet yet." Okay. I said, I'm, I'll talk about it once I'm eating pizza. Okay. As I get pizza. Maybe this week. <laughs> Maybe this week. I, I've been known to, to get food for the fellas. You did it on Friday. It's true. It's true. Remember last, last year for What's-His-Face's birthday, I got cupcakes <laughs> for everyone. I hate Mark Randy. <laughs> was it your birthday? I thought it was Lucas. What's his face? Couldn't even remember. All I remember is it was like forty bucks in cake. Yeah, there was a lot of cake. There was love. Oh gosh, see, she's texting. (laughs) Yeah, she's listening. Hi, Christy. Anyway, um, let me know when your birthday is again. That was fun last year. Yeah, that was fun. We're a handful of months off. All right, all right. (laughs) All right, what a, what, so, this year, yeah. what, what a day. What a day. We're gonna we got all the Draymond. We got a, a an early Warrior game tomorrow night. We're inching closer to NFL playoffs, and I don't feel like you or I has really gotten to get deep into these games coming up this weekend. And if you missed it, tucked into our show today, yet another Giants free agent target chooses elsewhere. Shota Imanaga is a cub. Man. Giants shuffle oh, themselves in le- the foot again. Unless le- he fails the physical. Sure. And then the Giants will... Then they'll jump on him. Right. Because they love an injured pitcher. I, I wonder what the uh, the contract terms are. Have we seen anything? Uh, five years, $1 billion, all but $1 deferred. I am told that uh, Farhan and the Giants were in second place, though. They were the second choice. And I'm told that Shota loved San Francisco. Sure. Thought it was a beautiful city. Reportedly multiple, multiple years in the 15 uh, a year... Range. Okay. 15 million. 15 a year. Yeah, I think Shota was going to get, you know, a hundred, about a hundred million dollars. Around 15 a year. Yeah. Something like that. Five, okay. Right? Five or six Don't worry, years. Giants fans. We pivoted to Marcus Stroman, though. Oh, we got yeah. this. Blake yeah. Snell on line two. Here he comes. So back. Here he comes. So back. It's, it's going to happen. It's coming. Uh, but anyway. So tomorrow, 
a little football, maybe? Get into some of these... Well, uh, Peter King's coming on tomorrow. I know yesterday what? we promised Peter King today, and then Draymond, yappity, yappity, yap, yap, yap. And yep. we're like, let's do Peter King tomorrow. Sounds good. So Peter King will come on tomorrow. And we'll get his... Uh, I don't know if he'll release his official MVP ballot. Well, but, but he we'll always, get... he's always pretty honest with us about he it. He is. He is. And last week he said, uh, you know, it's going to be Lamar Jackson... Uh, barring any crazy circumstance. And then, and then they didn't even play. Nothing like, happened Lamar in week Brock 18. Lamar didn't play. Kristen didn't play. So, yes, nothing crazy happened. Yes, and I would imagine his ballot, and I'll predict the King ballot just while we're here because I've been hot lately. <laughs> oh, boy, Washington. I think it's going to... Hmm. I think, I think it's going to be Lamar 1, Brock 2. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, Dak three, Christian four, CJ Stroud five. I like your picks. No Josh Allen anywhere. I no. like your picks. That's my five. I like what you did there. Lamar, Brock, Dak, Christian, CJ. Okay, write that down, Lucas, because tomorrow Peter will say something different and Dibs will go, I told you. I'm having a good year. Exactly what I told you was going <laughs> to happen. Um, I, think CJ's in. I, I do think CJ gets CJ, in there. He's CJ been loving on CJ be, all year. He's been yeah. fantastic. Uh, he's been fantastic, but you know, win Rookie of the Year, so he's not going to win that award. Wait, is that Dibs' ballot or what he thinks Peter King's? What ballot he is? thinks Peter's going to correct? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, here comes Grandy, everybody. Uh, no, it's not Grandy. It's Warriors Roundtable. Oh, look, here comes Kevin Dana, Gucci, and Gary Saintly one. Dance. Very nicely done. It's brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. Stick around for Warriors Roundtable and the Dubs got a game tomorrow night. Want to do it again tomorrow? Big time. Okay. For Dibs, for Grandy, for Lucas, I'm Mark. Hey, everybody. Shoot your shot. It's all you got. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Zenny, the official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers. Shop from over 3,000 styles at 80% off retail prices exclusively at zenny.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thank you.